Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Okay, I'm going to do your intro. Uh, what do you want me to say? Um, what a great friend I am. And how I always have a well-stocked fridge for you. Okay, you don't want me to do like a professional plug. Oh, a professional plug. Yeah. Um, I guess you What's could... What's your s- title? Oh, 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 the age-old classic. What do you do for work? How do people uh, assign value to you as an individual? <laughs> In this world, I, I'm a freelance prop and set stylist. A thinker. A thinker. An innovator. No, when people outside like, the box. When people want to be like Karl in, Marx. in my field, like they want to be vague because they think it's cool. They just say that they're a creator. Or um That sounds like you're an Instagram influencer who's <laughs> a, like a embarrassed to say Instagram influencer. <laughs> I go to Tulum with my parents' money for a living. I'm a creator. <laughs> Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is the podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm Youngmi Mayor. I'm the host. Each episode, I have a guest come on, and then uh, I ask them to share a sad story, and then while they're crying, I try to make them laugh, and to make hair grow out of their butthole why are you looking at me like you've never heard that intro because you're one of my best friends so i was assuming that you listen to this podcast but you just judging by your face right now you're like huh uh without further ado a creator no no that's what you said you no, said to introduce you as what, a creator that's, that that's what people do when they're trying to be vague about what they do but they think that it's cool to call themselves a creator but you wanted me to say a thinker an no, innovator no, uh, no. no what what, what none it, of those how am i supposed to i only know you as my friend oh that's how do great. other people know you uh a scammer just kidding <laughs> no actually this is really good that you know that meme where it says your friends whenever like your best friend from 20 year for 20 years if someone asks you what they do for a living you're like uh, we're proving po- you're like you have a podcast um no i mean what i do to make money yeah I'm a prop and set stylist. Why did you say it like that? I'm a prop and set stylist. I'm a prop and set stylist. And you love that work and you are very thankful for that work. I'm so grateful. Thank you to all my clients. <laughs> Actually, you're really good at your job. I I oh. once went with you to pick... Remember when you went to um, Koreatown to that store? So, okay, if if people are listening to this that don't know what prop stylists do... They get the props. But then there's all these big places in New York because there's so many, I guess, shoots and stuff that happen here that you can rent out stuff. And I went with Oak one time. Tell us about this place. Oh, the the prop shop that's in K-Town? Is that, are they called prop shops? No, actually. Oh, oh, okay. They're called Lost and Found Props. Shout out to Kenny. Um, He's but- definitely listening to this. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> we love Kenny. Uh, no, they actually just moved to the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Oh, yeah. wow. But but you did get to see it when it was um, in K-Town. Um, but that's just, yeah, one of many prop shops that I rent from. 
and it's like awesome like i i was like i didn't even know things like this exist where you walk in and there's just every home good imaginable like vases and plates and cups and you can rent them and there's these areas where people are setting up their little sets to look like someone's living room or something and it's it was cool and i i just want to say yours was the best oh Wow. Well, thank you. I was like, this vision is so much better than everyone else's. (laughs) They're all looking at you and copying yours. (laughs) I doubt it, but uh, I appreciate that. Thanks. I feel like there's one person there, like just collecting all the beige color stuff. And I was like, what are you doing? That that does that does happen. Home and gardens. Ew. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) Home and gardens. You can hire me as well. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really good at picking out beige stuff at the prop shop. (laughs) Neutrals. Um. So anyway, but your name is Oak. La Quasantitia. <clears throat> For someone who claims to be one of my best friends, that's not how you no, say my last name. No, let me say name. it again. Like, I'm, somebody edit this out. I'm talking to myself. I edit these. Oak La Quasantitia. Wait, I knew it. I knew it. La, I'm just getting nervous. La, qua, la, la Quasantitia. But there's a T-H in there, but it's not pronounced T-H, right? Yeah, the H is silent. La Quasantitia. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know what uh, this is i'm fun. asian representation i am the niche asian representation asian people can mispronounce asian names too okay totally let's 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 just be forgiving let's harm each other <laughs> by not <laughs> learning each other's culture asian people can do that too let's let's learn and forgive at the same time there's an asian person listening to this right now being like phew i thought i was the only one who couldn't <laughs> pronounce taekwondo but look young me also can't pronounce asian stuff so you know, we're all human <sighs> remember you know what name i mispronounced that's really embarrassing steven yun it's steven yun but yeah. in English, the it's actor? spelled Y-E-U-N. So I was like pronouncing it like it was like a Chinese name or like another Asian name, mm-hmm. even though I knew he was Korean. Because I uh... didn't realize it was supposed to be Yun. So I was mispronouncing that for years. I was saying U-N or something weird. It's funny how last names, like, like when I meet a stranger and I give them my ID or... I'm like filling out a form and they're like, wow, your last name's so long. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, are you Thai? To me, I'm so used to people just saying that. So I don't know why, but like I have this one friend who is Chinese, but um, adopted by an Italian American family. Yeah. Um, I know. So she grew up in the Bronx. And it sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty funny. Um, oh, you met her. My friend Olivia, you met her at baby's all right after your your show right and and um that's when i met michelle Mm -hmm. who now i can't even say her last name michelle's honor yeah oh okay yeah sorry michelle oh you don't know how to pronounce it you meant love yeah lovely that's a white name but so that's okay oh see even white names are hard to people mispronounce my white last name all the time mayor they say meyer like i would say 80 percent of the time which is funny oh is oscar meyer spelled the same way no, yes. it's M E Y. Oscar Meyer is spelled the same is way. Is it spelled the same way? Yes. 
Okay, anyways. So, and then what happened to your friend? Oh, no, no. So nothing Her happened Italian to Her Italian last name is really hard. Is <laughs> it, that what you're it's saying? It's actually Garaccio. Garaccio. Yeah, but she's Chinese. She's like full Chinese. Olivia Garaccio. Ooh, are we supposed to blur that out? <laughs> no, I don't think it... Do you think she's going to care that no, you just I don't said that you were care. friends with her? No, no. Are people supposed to know that? No, but the, the, I okay. guess what I'm getting at is... <laughs> Guess what I'm getting at is she she's can, wanted by the mom. She'll know. So I'll say somebody's like first and last name. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, they're Korean. Oh, they're Chinese. Oh, they're. Yeah. And she just she knows based on their last name. So that's oh, something but that she's I adopted. Yeah. So she doesn't have that like. Oh, that must be that must be hard. It's like this identity thing. And yeah, just like when she shows up somewhere, people are like, oh, that like has that? happened. Yeah. yeah. She's gone to job interviews and people don't expect that it's her sitting there. I had this a friend whose husband um last name was something that sounded asian but he was white Mm -hmm. and she was saying that a lot of times people think he will be asian he has like the opposite problem i think his last name was hun oh okay and i guess people just think that's an asian last name right even though it means doesn't it mean the huns like germans (laughs) i don't know (laughs) what are the huns what if your last name was viking you know what I mean? Boo Vikings. Sorry. This is a boo Vikings uh, slander account. I don't like the Vikings. Okay, we're getting off topic. We w- I invited you back on the podcast because you've been on this podcast a long time ago. Yeah, with our friend Chan. I think the first or second episode of this podcast, Harry Butthole, was ours. Um, but it's been one year since we came back from Thailand. And... I just wanted to do a recap because we never did and we wanted to. But then, you know, obviously you're very busy. And so here we are one year later. Have you collected your thoughts on this once in a lifetime trip that we went on? (laughs) Yeah, when I look back on it, I have a lot of fond memories. Um But no, I I'm really I'm really bummed that we didn't to go didn't get to go back this year. Um, I know. Even though, like, you know, I think, I don't know, to some people, I guess that would seem really outrageous to be like, they went on a one month trip to Thailand together and then they're going to go back a year later. Like, like most people. It, yeah, it seems very luxurious. Yeah, yeah. But going back to Thailand for me, it's, it's, you know, besides like, yes, being able to like leave New York for a little bit and get a little vacation, it's, it's mainly to see family because um i'm about to turn 35 okay that's very young thank you are you you joking are you joking you're turning 35 okay (laughs) i can't tell with you i know it's so hard i can't tell your ages because you're asian thank you um but i've only seen my family five times in my entire life whoa yeah Yeah. i mean that's a common i feel like story for a lot of immigrants immigrant yeah so um yeah or any immigrant i guess so i was really disappointed that i didn't go back um this winter but you know something to look forward to plus i think our next trip will be to korea where young me will show me what it's like to you know be it's not gonna be as fun as thailand i was gonna why not well, it's it is fun. It's, well, because you've never been there, right? I've never been in Korea. Okay, it'll be a lot of fun actually, and I think you'll like it a lot. But I think going to Korea after Thailand, 
I mean, no, never mind. I think for you, it won't feel like this. Because you know how people talk about Korea, like Koreans are kind of mean and judgmental and stuff. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, uh, wait, have you ever heard that? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have met Korean people before. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um the thing is that for korean for people that are like foreign visiting and they like don't speak korean and are not expected to act korean mm. it's not actually that bad like right, you right. know what i mean it's it's actually you We're won't like even notice yeah you won't even notice like no one's gonna be really rude to you because they know you're foreign and there's like oh thanks for coming like you know right, whatever right um so i think whenever my friends visit there they're just they always have like a great time okay yeah your non-korean friends yes yeah and then like even my korean friends have a great time it's oh, fine okay. and then they just have to deal with the emotional uh abuse <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine yeah yeah um but I really liked our time in Thailand. I know before we recorded, we were talking about the video that I made at the end about the gold rings. Mm -hmm. And I think we were talking a lot about that even before we went and while we were on our trip, like that whole phenomenon of the tourist, like the white tourist, or I guess basically other tourists too because a lot of them are korean <laughs> that go to thailand and sort of treat thai people poorly not um and even sometimes not even without meaning to i guess there's like a really big scale of that right because we know the worst version of that is like the sex tourism where you know white people go there to like rape children essentially that's the worst mm -hmm. on the end of that scale but then there's a r entire range of how people act um towards thai people um that's very dehumanizing and even on the the lesser end of the scale where you know like what you were saying earlier like where people are like oh i just got back from thailand and i love it because it's so cheap yeah it's so cheap and you're just <clears> like <throat> can you have a awareness of what you're saying you know and what that means um and uh stuff like that what how did you i know you know you have been to thailand a lot in your life like how did you feel this time around when we were like hanging out in regards to like that issue um no i i felt like you know i wasn't nervous or anxious about friends visiting um i feel like the few friends that have come with me to thailand or met me in thailand have always been people that are really open to trying new things like new food new experiences yeah well, i didn't mean your friends i meant just like being around other not like your i don't think your friends are uh, oh you I mean being, being around like, tourists oh, yeah oh okay yeah i, I was mean like, was i horrible to the thai people <laughs> were you embarrassed no. when i was like this is so cheap no no i guess I was, I was i was gonna give you i was gonna give you props because um i think that you know i think that traveling is super important um i think that everyone should have the you know the ability to travel you know and it's and, and not everyone has that but um it's important to like learn and be exposed to other people's cultures because that essentially makes you like a more accepting and open-minded person like yeah. I, I as a kid i grew up in an apartment complex with a ton of different people from different ethnic backgrounds 
So there was a lot of diversity growing up. So I was really exposed as a young child to just like many different cultures. Um, And that's all within like where I grew up. So I guess going back to traveling. Yeah, I think I told you when we were on our trip, like sometimes I can feel really tense because I am being super aware of everyone around me that Mm -hmm. are not Thai Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm almost ready to jump in and be that like american person that's like you can't talk to them like this or you can't behave this way or that's unacceptable you're very protective yeah i'm very protective i think because you know even though i didn't grow up in thailand as someone who is thai and identifies as thai um i feel like it's my place and my responsibility to like speak up if i see something happening yeah um but you know surprisingly on our trip i didn't encounter any of that um yeah because like yeah yeah because on my my previous trip before like you know we would go to temples and i would see like you know tourists who are like doing like weird yoga poses in front of statues or like yeah doing the cross-legged meditation poses for their photos and it's just like yeah you know i get that if you live that life sure that's great but to take photos like that in these like holy sacred places in a religious temple yeah like, that's that, kind of bonkers it's just yeah it's just it's so and it's just very insulting yeah um or you know and it's so easy like every time i travel to a place that i've never been to i just google like i google you know cust like ordinary customs and cultures in that country yeah and for a lot of people if you've ever been to asia or you have asian friends you know like we don't put our feet on anything yeah you know we don't put our feet on pillows we don't um point our feet at people we don't step on books it's just like yeah. feet are <laughs> what are these tourists you stepping on they were t- <laughs> why are they st- <laughs> yeah why are you stepping on books no i didn't see any tourists stepping on books but i mean like yeah. when tourists like they see an empty seat in front of them they'll they'll put their le- their feet on it yes you know because why they're trying to be comfortable but i'm like it's or the just gigantic backpacks yeah it's disrespectful it's like Leave that seat open for someone who needs yeah, it. And they also, don't, move their don't bag. put your yeah. dirty converse that you've been trekking around Ugh. for the last three months on a clean seat. And I think there's this thing a lot of people and a, a lot of white people who, ha- you know, haven't traveled a lot. Um, you know, I, I've talked about this a, a few times, but in Japan, there's a term they call it like white people abroad syndrome. Mm. And I think British people actually have it for themselves. They'll call it like british people on vacation syndrome where like drunk british guys go to like ibiza and like just become fucking animals you know oh, what i mean where um gross. where i think white people abroad especially when they go to places like thailand or i've seen a lot in mexico where they have this perceived notion that the people there are beneath them yeah all of a sudden act way fucking crazier and like in Japan, they they notice Japanese people notice that, right, 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 because they do act like that in Japan also because Japanese people culturally are so polite, totally. And so if you do something like put your feet on a chair, Japanese people are like, oh, I'm sorry, like can you not do that? And then uh, white people will be like, shut up or whatever, because they're that's insane. Like in America, you do that and someone's gonna fucking punch your head in, yeah. And so you have to like. If you're going to be aggressive, they meet you with aggression. Yeah. But especially in cultures like like Japan and Thailand, where people, the the cultural like uh, thing is to always be polite. 
uh, which I saw a lot in Thailand, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. people take advantage of that because they're like they sense it or something. Totally, you know yeah. what I mean. So I it's mean, like, growing up, like when I saw my white friends doing things, um, and my mom, I know, would like disapprove if I did the same thing. Yeah, and you know, of course, you're kids, so you're like, well, why can't I do that, or why can't I behave that way, or why can't I dress that way? Or why can't I wear my hair that way? Yeah. You know, like growing up with an Asian parent, they're like, they're like, well, that's like white culture. Like white people can do that. Like they can behave that way. Yeah. Um, And I don't think but it's I, like necessarily yeah. a pass, but it's almost like this like excuse to be like, you know what? Like they're going to do this yeah. and it's better to just kind of like turn a blind eye than to like get into a confrontation Which about it. Which I understand, it. but I think it creates this like because uh, i see it even in america like when white people come to chinatown like they it creates like this uh very imbalance between cultures mm-hmm. that i think is unfair because it's like yeah if white people do do that to each other a lot but then another white person will be like shut the fuck up and then they'll like aggressively take it you know fix it with amongst themselves right but then you you put that kind of white person next to an asian person that's gonna be like oh like apologizing and all of a sudden it gets like out of hand do you right. know what i mean well and that's the thing like, is like you have to ask yourself what is the motivation for why these people travel yeah because well, that's a big motivation a lot of white people go to thailand for that specific reason because yeah. they they have this perception <clears throat> that people are going to wait on them hand and foot mm-hmm. and they love that they love feeling like oh i'm so rich and like oh two dollars is a lot to you like that you know yeah i mean something that i actually learned from a really amazing friend that i grew up with um who was older than me yeah still is because that's how age works <laughs> but older she, than 35 but she is super well traveled um amazing person and she told me that when she goes to other countries like vietnam or india or thailand where yeah like let's you know let's be honest with ourselves like these places are more affordable especially if you're coming from america and you make like mm-hmm. an american salary and so when she buys things like she'll know when she's being overcharged for something mm-hmm. but she's like you know what i'm on vacation i knew i was gonna spend money i knew yeah. i'm i'm here to enjoy myself yep um i'm just gonna pay what they ask like i I'm know like that, that too yeah like i know that haggling <laughs> is part of the culture in some ways yeah but um but she's like it's just it's silly of me to essentially like undercut this person because yes, like i want to win you know because i want a deal well that's the whole idea I've, I've heard a lot of white people saying like oh they cheat me out of something they're conning me and i'm like i remember last time i was in thailand without you before i met up with my friend who's white who lives there and he was like oh how much did your tuk tuk cost to come here and i was like it was like 250 baht and he's like oh my god he cheated you it should have been 150 and i was like Dude, we're talking about like a fucking 70 cents. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't give a really... fuck. I'll pay 500 baht. Who gives a shit? I wish he charged me a thousand baht, actually. <laughs> like, take you should take advantage of me. I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I'm in your country and you're working really hard and I'm sitting here like a fucking idiot. Like, please, I'm not going to ruin some guy's day for fucking 70 cents. And what, it, like, what? what's the purpose totally and, and how is that cheating where where he's the one setting the price yeah. for his service and i agreed to pay for it how yeah. is that cheating yeah you, you can always I mean? walk away yeah you can always find a different that's the thing when i tell people who've never been to thailand um 
I'm like, if you see something that you want, yeah, maybe buy it because you might not come across it again in your trip. Yeah. But also know that if you do see it again, there's a high chance that it'll be sold for cheaper than what you bought it for or for like less. Yeah. And you just can't be upset at that situation, you know, because there are really no price tags on things yeah. when you're there. And if you want it and you like it and you're comfortable paying the price that they ask for, then then just live with that. Just go for it. Yeah. And you know what's so funny to me? It's like people, American people who are like talking shit about like, oh, this this guy charged me 300 baht instead of 200 baht. I'm like, you every day of your life pay for an Uber which some fucking billionaire that's 23 years old decided that he's going to charge you $50 because it's mm-hmm. New Year's Eve instead of $12. And you will happily, happily put money into that greedy white man's pocket and not even question it or haggle him because there's no way to. And you're, you're fucking funneling all your money to three billionaires. And you have a problem with this man who's actually doing work for you, right. do, giving you a service, paying him a dollar extra. Like, they're so dumb. Like, it's like white people think that it's okay when other white people con them. Like, uh, what's what's my boyfriend's name? Jeff Bezos. They're like, oh, he's so smart. Right? Like Donald Trump, right? They're always right, like, oh, right. he's so smart. He's like conning us. Wow, that's why he's rich. He's smart. Meanwhile, like, they, they won't let anyone else do that. Yeah. Come on, bro. You're going to really haggle for a dollar. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I, you were saying that you didn't really see that a lot, but I feel like I, I did see a lot of the lower end of that spectrum behavior. You know, mm. the everything's so cheap. I heard, you know, like people being like, "Oh, is this real?" And I just want to put, I just want to inject this right now. The worst, ki- the worst people that I saw were the Koreans because they are so. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst i was not paying attention to the well, korean you, people. you can't understand them because oh, they're speaking korean right, but you know yeah. that one day i went to the big market um, yes when i was sick yeah by myself and mm-hmm. you were so worried about me i was well i wasn't worried i was just it's just it can be such an overwhelming place to be like it's a safe place yeah but you just thought i would get lost yeah i mean it's it's massive it's one of the largest outdoor markets i had google maps it's literally i <laughs> wow. was like just like looking at <laughs> um but but you saw korean people there i was was, there was like because it's so big and it's crowded i was like stuck for like well you know how how there's like one of these little alleys like of many alleys many alleys and and i turned into an alley and i was like stuck around this fucking group of korean people and i was just like i have to get away from them they're so horrible they were seeing all of the fucking like oh they're gonna cheat you you better like watch out so you better not pay more than 20 baht for blah, blah and i was just like I was like, you guys are so rude. You're so fucking rude with your caked on white foundation. (laughs) And I was like, (sighs) with your giant sun hats trying to get all the sun off. And I was just like, oh, Lord, they're worse. They're worse than the white Do you think like something like that stems from secondhand embarrassment? Or it's more just like knowing like you are so self-aware of like your place, your privilege. Yeah. And your responsibility as like um an ethical traveler (laughs) that like that when you overhear things like that you're like this is so this just like gets under my skin because of that or is it because you're like i'm also korean so i'm embarrassed that these people who i'm like you know 
rounded up in yeah. are behaving this way. Well, I think that Korean, I mean, this is a complicated issue because the way, the reason why I give Koreans a pass, which isn't fair because they don't deserve a pass. Because if you're Thai and someone's harassing you, it doesn't matter if they're white or Korean. It's still so, like, you don't care. But, um, like, I think the re, I, I don't give Koreans a pass for this, but. I understand it because Koreans, you know, people forget that they were fucking poor like one generation ago mm. and they're like, kind of like nouveau riche, you know, and that's how they act. Because like when they say shit like, oh, they're going to scam you, they're going to con you. Like I, I remember like being a kid and we would talk like that in the Korean outdoor market because they were scamming us and like, we were getting scammed by our own people. <laughs> And, like, a lot of those outdoor markets still exist in Korea. Mm -hmm. You know, I know the international image is, like, oh, like, so rich and uh, high-tech and K-pop. But it's, like, still Samsung. very, like, yeah, Samsung. <laughs> it's still very, like, uh, grandma, like, squatting at the bus station eating mm -hmm. corn out of a plastic bag. Like, that's a, that's a lot of Korea still. And so when I see Koreans acting like that, it's almost like an extension of how they act to themselves. Mm, like, cause it's mm. like, I think they do, even though Koreans are really racist against Southeast Asians, they do kind of still see it. Like we're still Asian, you know? So we're going to treat each other like that. We're treating you like shit. Cause we treat ourselves like shit, you know, okay. like that's how I see it. It's not fair to see it like that, but it's a little different than like a white person who's like, I am better than you. Right. Right. But Koreans do <clears throat> think that they're better than everyone. So it's complicated. it's complicated they're doing the same thing and they we should still get you're mad like don't at worry them. they're spreading that hate everywhere including their home country <laughs> don't worry they're <laughs> yeah they're mean to themselves too <laughs> they they are racist to themselves but um what was that tweet you read about was it like thai people complaining that koreans are mean to them when they visit Oh, um, because you like sent it to no, me. I sent it to you because I was like, I'm on the side of the Thai people. No, it was about. <laughs> oh, I wish I could find it. It's about um, I believe the person that posted it was like a Thai person, like a Thai American person, maybe. And I don't know if they've lived in Korea, but they were talking about how uh, Thai people living in Korea are treated really, really badly mm -hmm. because I think that there's um, some of them that go there for work. Um, and I guess they are just treated really poorly by Korean people. And you know what? I believe it. <laughs> I believe 1 million percent. I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, and it's really fucking sad. It's like, it's just, it's exactly what you see in America. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, earlier I was joking about it's okay when Koreans do it. I don't think it's okay when they do it. It's still racism. It's still like classism. It's like taking advantage of you know people that are doing work that a lot of people assume is beneath them it's all that shit that's disgusting and i hate you know um but you know it's really sad obviously i feel really sad for thai people and other southeast asian workers but a lot of those jobs in korea are done by north korean people that deflected oh. and you know that when they do that the north korean government kills their entire family right yeah so it's like these north korean people working these jobs you know um that are very hard and low paying and korean south korean people are racist against them like discriminatory That's against so them horrible. and i'm like how the fuck are you treating this person this badly when you know that they are here now, meaning their entire family was executed. Mm -hmm. 
working at this restaurant, like serving you food, like how are you so fucking evil? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're so, and it's almost like what I said, their hatred is reserved for themselves more. It's almost like they're meaner to the North Koreans than, and then also like uh, the Chinese people that are from the part of China that borders North Korea because they speak Korean and they speak it in this dialect that's similar to North Korea. So that's how South Koreans know. Mm. Um, and so like because I saw that and how disgusting that is, it's like it makes me so fucking pissed off. You know, like how dare you treat anybody that does any job that's very difficult and low paying like that. But like you just seeing it, even your own people who you know like got there through so much suffering you know like it's so fucked up yeah i i don't i mean i guess to be honest we all know where it stems from you know it's like it's like it's white supremacy and and western culture that creates all this like internalized racism and racism towards like other people um even within our own um ethnic groups because like when remember colorism yeah yeah remember when um that guy who loaned us the scooter oh god invited us to dinner and then yeah. it went awful but i got stuck there because i just you have a are hard nice because i have a hard time walking the difference away between a thai and a korean <laughs> by the way yeah <laughs> Wait, i mean it was should... like this is not for me and did the smart thing and was like I i'm gonna excuse myself ran away she I, did i ran she out. did and then we also found her on the side of the road <laughs> no you did it didn't yeah did remember you? we were driving back and we saw you on the road and we're like i just waved do you want to ride no we, i was like we pulled over and we we're like, do you want to ride back to the restaurant? Because then you were meeting with that guy on the date oh, on yeah. the sandbar that's next to the restaurant. Anyways, which was very But fun. you missed it where like his Thai girlfriend yeah. um, who went to some prestigious school, whatever. Um, so she spoke English pretty well, but with like a very thick British accent. So it was very like interesting to me because I guess in some ways people call it code switching, but it's also like the way that she learned English is like British English or like Mm. with that accent. So, but we met um, that guy's friend who's also a white man living in Thailand and he had a Thai wife, but she's Isan. And so I'm able to communicate to like both the Thai women at the table. Um, And then the woman who spoke English yeah. got drunk and started attacking the bullying other, the other Thai started woman. bullying the okay. other Thai woman. And Wait, then let she- me just give a little background <laughs> because we just went into the middle of the story. So, so the the story we should share more. There's so many amazing Thailand stories. The story is that we walked into this random bar because Vanessa had to use the bathroom. Yeah, because Vanessa, our friend who was there with us, had to use the bathroom, and then the guy working there was this like big. Canadian, Canadian man and he had mm-hmm. like this like huge scar on the side of his body and, and his a black eye, guy and a black guy and he was like I just moved here and I uh, I'm gonna I bought this motor motorcycle rental place or something right he was running his own he was starting his own like rental service business out of the bar yeah and we were walking around because we couldn't find any motor scooters to rent and he said he had one or we only had one we needed two yeah we needed another one and he said he had one if we just go pick it up mm-hmm. it was just this random man that we found we we're like yay we got a scooter and then because he was so nice to us he was like oh why don't you come to my favorite place to have dinner tomorrow night or whatever 
and that's when we we at this point we thought he was cool mm-hmm. we showed up to the dinner and then this is the, the story that, that oak was saying where i just walked out in the middle of yeah young me young right me just you know her fight or flight which i should have followed was like oh this is like this is horrible this he is going was po- so weird he was just he was late and then he showed up with like this girlfriend of his and who he's treating her very badly treating her very and poorly it and was so psychotic that i was like i have to get out of here this is like very triggering for me yeah. this is like my dad and my mom or something but he was really mean to her and i was like yuck and i literally just walked off wearing like a bikini i was like oh, bye, bye. <laughs> she, she's like i gotta go bye and then um and then later on this is what happened that's the story that you're telling yeah right? yeah yeah so so young me leaves um <laughs> and i'm just too dumb and polite to to leave to so I'm just stuck there. And then um, this guy's girlfriend starts attacking this guy's wife, who's also Thai. And I'm just kind of sitting between the two. And I'm like, almost became this mediator where I was like, whoa, like, and I, I think I have a tendency to like, excuse a lot of people's behavior until I get to a certain point. But I was like, okay, she's drunk. She's feeling defensive. She just got in a fight with this guy whatever because he was being mean to yeah her. but like this what woman she's saying to the other time woman oh my god at one point she literally just said um because i was like hey i think you're being like really harsh like she literally just came to dinner she's just starting to like enjoy her meal and you're like attacking her asking her like what she does and you know like why she can't speak english that well and i was like she doesn't have to speak english at all if she doesn't want to like yeah and then she goes but she wants what i have that's what she said. She said she wants what I have. She wants to be able to wear what I wear, to buy the things that I buy, to Ooh. talk the way I talk. And I am better than her because I can speak English. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that I was like, that's not OK the, at all. Yeah, um, that is a fascinating little. It was insane. And so I'm like here defending this woman that I don't know mm-hmm. from like this other woman that I don't know who's attacking her for no reason. And this th- other Thai woman was just like, okay. Yeah, she literally was like, okay, and then would talk to me in Thai, but then the Thai woman who's attacking her can obviously understand her. <laughs> and so... Dang it! Yeah. <laughs> Can't escape. But I I just was like, you know what? I'm going to just do that thing where you, like, you know, use your body to kind of block somebody out of conversation. You're, and like, I just, being protected. Yeah, and I just yeah. focused on the woman who just sat down to dinner. And, like, she's like, what is going on? And I was like, you and me, sis, like, we got to get out of here. here. We got to get out. We got to get out. Literally, it's get out. Thailand. (laughs) Um, So this is, like, so fascinating because this, I think I picked up that, like, dynamic really quickly. So what happened was there was this guy, and he was really mean to his Thai girlfriend. And he, like, said something scuzzy at some point. Like, she's one of the fucking whores or something fucked up. And I was like, I'm getting out of here. But then I met her, and she was, like, he was just, like, this, like, everyday looking like white guy that like i'm white whatever very blah looking and she was like very beautiful extremely dressed up lots of makeup like very poised you know Mm -hmm. had this british accent and i was like and you could tell that she was like really proud of dating this trash guy right white guy just because he's white and she came in and she, it was very like job interview vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I was like, hey, what's going on? Nice to meet you. And she was like, hello, my name is. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. No, no, she not had the a poor very. British, int- it was like the rich British accent. Yeah, it's like it was the Queen's. Like, in, it was insane. I've never heard. Four years ago, <laughs> I was studying at Princeton. And, and I was just like, okay, breathe. You can breathe. <laughs> she was wearing like a little blazer or something. I don't know. And I was just like, uh, 
she was like looking at us like oh i this is like i have to prove my worth yes, and yeah. i was like girl we don't care yeah you don't have to we're, we're not ju- we're not judging you. and it's we should know why yeah. like we're and she was like it was very like felt like gamified or something yeah and it makes sense that after i left that couple came in and she was like uh what's that called dog like when the dog is like, like trying a, to like bite the other dogs to like, like when chickens see it like a peck like a pecking order pecking, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. like she's like oh here's this white guy who's a piece of shit who's treating me like shit even though i'm amazing yeah and i'm like there's a hierarchy here and you're like the bottom yeah like it was kind of like that yeah it was very hard to watch Ooh, that so. was an interesting person yeah, that was a okay. very interesting experience. Um, and then you ended up leaving. I ended up leaving. After then the f- dinner and then was finding, done. Yeah. No, no. I, le- I left. Like, they still wanted to keep hanging out. And I was like, I got to go. And then you agree to hang out with that guy again. And I was like, oh, I'm going to kill you. I swear. And we were driving <laughs> oh, yeah, that's over right. to he drop wanted, off the scooter. <laughs> he us to go check out a boat. And he was like, you guys want to rent my boat for a day? And Oak was like, yeah, it might be fun. He's like, well, I'll come with you. And I was like, Oak. Just drop off the scooter. Yeah. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> I know. Um, anyways. Can you imagine being stuck on a boat with that man? It would be awful. I know. So many funny stories. There's a lot that happened on this trip. Um, but. Oh, you know what I was thinking about? That's really sad. Hmm. And this is actually isn't funny at all. Okay. This is really sad. I was thinking about this the other day. And I, man, the world is too fucking much, man. Do you remember, this is going to bring us really, I don't know if we can recover from this. Do you remember going to the market and we went to like this fruit stand, fruit juice, where they like make you blended juice. And the man working there was so nice. He was like this young man and he was like so sweet and he was like talking to us. And then he was like saying, oh, like I'm from this place. And there's like this massacre happening right now or something. Do you remember that? When we were um in, in I think Phuket. Was, yeah. Oh right. And we were Where like we were surrounded by like all the Russian people. Yes. I think they're I don't know. They're white. I don't know if they're Russian, but do you remember that man? Do you remember what I'm talking about? And I think it was like something that ha- had just passively been in the news while we were there. But he was like from right he wasn't thai he, yeah he, he was, was from not uh, he was from like a neighboring country yeah i'm so, i i feel bad because he kept he was like oh like this is where i'm from and then he was like so sweet and like he was kind of like laughing not laughing but like smiling and being like oh like right. we're like there's something really bad going on there right now and i was like we were like oh um like we don't understand what you're trying to say because i was like yeah. is he asking us to like help him but I think he was trying to say something like that. Do you know what I mean? Where- I remember I was having a hard time understanding because he did speak Thai, but it wasn't like yeah. a native Thai person. But it was like he was just trying. I don't know what he was asking us, but right. I was like thinking about like that. I think, you know, recently just because like all the news has been so intense. And I was yeah. just like, I wonder what he was like trying to say or just telling us. And I was just like, is it just because like no one knows about knows, it right. or talks about it or like was he asking us to like do something do you know what i mean and i was just like this is so fucking sad like i don't know and i remember uh, we were standing there like oh like and i think you were like do you 
do you want us to like say like what what would you like me to do i don't i don't understand do you remember and it was just so intense yeah it was that that um that food market and it was the fruit stand that's across from like yeah. where all the the restaurants were and then i felt like in that moment like what the fuck am i doing on vacation you know like i i don't know what's going on with this man but like it like feel like i want to help him or figure this out you know what i mean like yeah. it just felt yeah. ridiculous you know i was just like and then yeah we were like surrounded by all these like white people with dreads and i was just like what are what are any of us doing here right. I, don't, I think we should listen to this man like what is he trying to say but it's like what a i think it just would feel it's such an intense like uh weird world in a way because it's like even the just like what why is it that we can't do anything you know like even in like korea like obviously i'm not treating the north korean people badly that work in a restaurant but like being in a restaurant in south korea and you see the person from north korea and you know that they their family is literally being like imprisoned in a labor camp for 30 years right now or murdered and it's like oh this person just has to work here and bring me food and make juice for me and like what am i doing here do you know what i mean it's like all these like weird feelings yeah i mean it's it's hard to it's hard to go about your day-to-day um and kind of live your life as if everything is normal when you know that there's so much devastation and like injustice in the world. I think that's why it's important that people, you know, don't essentially don't let it like hinder you from being able to like live your life. But, but keep in mind, like, that there are people that are suffering and there are people that don't have the same privileges or accessibility as you. Yeah. Um, and, and when you think about it, yeah, it's, it's hard to be happy. I think that a lot of people I know are going through a really hard time right now. Um, it's, it's hard to just kind of do the everyday things and function because you almost feel like you're turning your back towards everything yeah. that's happening. Um, it's a, it's a weird way. It's a weird thing. It's, it's, it's trying to find balance. Um, yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it is weird. And I think that was like, what struck me about, you know, I guess the, what we were talking about, like when you go to Thailand and you hear people being like, Oh, it's so cheap. It's like, how, how can you say that when you also are seeing people like suffering? And what that means for you to have a cheap vacation, you know? And I was like, obviously, I went there on vacation. So it's like, what am I even talking about? But I'm the thing participating, is, but I like... Well, you're participating. Like, but I think the thing that we have to recognize, too, is like, you know, Thailand does 
De- like the depend economy that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah thailand does depend on the tourism business the and least you can do is be respectful yeah so like if you're gonna go anywhere just like move responsibly like yeah you know it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant it's like there is a type of behavior and and that is expected of you as a patron you know to be yeah. patient to be understanding it's like yes like this is a transactional situation but in the end it's like you are a patron you need to also come with this mindset where it's like, yes, you will get food made for you. You will have your drinks refilled. You will be given service. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you have to be like rude or demanding or impolite or, yeah, you know, so it's like, it's like when you travel, like travel with this open mind where you're like, I'm here. Yes, I worked hard. For some people, it's like, I worked hard to be here. Yeah. I saved up so I could go on vacation. But understand that the people around you are not on vacation. They're working. They're working. You and they're to working to make your experience yeah. better. So so appreciate that. I think, honestly, really what it comes down to is if people just had more gratitude yeah. in their everyday life, yeah. then they would not only be happier themselves, but the people around them would be happier. Yeah. You know? So, like... Yeah, like, um, I, cause, you know, I saw you as my friend, but, and I feel like you would have easily done this if I wasn't with you on this trip, where, you know, you were, you, you learned as many phrases as you could in Thai. <laughs> and, and how do you say hello? So, so, great. That was great. And, um, and, you know, you tipped when you didn't need to. You tipped actually incredibly generously where thai people were so confused they kept looking at me like what is she doing she just like tipped a hundred percent but it's like you recognize that you're in this position where you're like i saved money for this trip i want to have a good time this person just gave me an incredible experience and i want them to know that by showing gratitude here's my gratitude in a form of like monetary value which i know will go far so but i just like felt you know what i think what i was trying to say with that story that was such a fucking bummer what the fuck did i do or uh, did anyone do to be born in a certain situation like i can't i i think that a lot of people that go to thailand you know the like shitty korean or white people they (laughs) have this ability to be like i'm not like this person i'm i'm different Mm -hmm. so i can take advantage and be like la 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 everything's so cheap right you're poor but i'm like in my mind i can't i can't distinguish myself from like that juice guy that was like this young like very sweet guy i was like i that seems like my friend like he could be my friend well it's your empathy i think that you being an immigrant yeah, yeah i mean you being an immigrant and the complexities and traumas that you've dealt with in your life i think give you the ability to like feel other people's pain and also find a way to relate to that. And that's, that's a really special thing. But I also think that that's something that you should recognize and honor about yourself that you have this depth that a lot of people don't. But it's also like, it makes it hard for me to enjoy. And I'm not saying no one should go to Thailand. Cause I'm like, (laughs) you're like, please, we, we, that's our biggest industry. Uh, No, I'm like, I'm happy that that's like the board of tourism is going to shut down. They should just charge more. I swear (laughs) to God, they need to charge more is all I'm saying. Thailand needs to charge more for everything. (laughs) 
up the prices. White people tax. Oh, remember where we went to the national park and there yes. was, it said tourists have to pay 200 baht and Thai locals are free. Mm-hmm. And there's this British woman behind me and she was like, look at these fucking scammers. They're just trying to get money from us, huh? And I was like, they, Thai citizens pay taxes, yeah. which paid for the fucking park, you idiot. Yeah. It's they what keep, paid for it. It's Thai people that are cleaning up your trash. And it's Thai so people that are cleaning up litter. You don't yeah. pay their fucking taxes. Exactly. Are you stupid? Do you yeah. not understand the concept of taxes? You sort of invented it, okay? You stupid British, the, the tea party. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's, I don't know if they invented taxes, but they would have. It sounds yeah, like something yeah, British it's, people it's, would have yeah, done. Stems from- um, ta- well, paying money for nothing. That sounds British to me. Um, anyway, but um, but I was just like the idea that, um, yeah, it's like them versus us. You know, these people are cheaters and they're poor. You don't have to feel bad for them because yeah. we're. And I'm just like, I can't. I like don't fucking see it that way. And when you're rude to them, it, it fucking hurts my feelings. You know, yeah. sucks. Well, I mean, I think it goes. You know. Um, <laughs> I think something that we talked about recently. And Asian people don't do that when they go to fucking the UK. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, not even t- Koreans do that. And Koreans are rude. They respect white people. <laughs> Boo, Koreans. Like they'll go to France and be like, oh my God. And like follow all the rules, you know? Uh oh. Not the rule followers. Koreans. Another rule topic followers. Of discussion on a, a different podcast of hers. Yeah. <laughs> the Koreans, rule followers. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, you know what's funny is um is there's also privilege between what kind of Asian you are. Oh, I oh yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. like right now, let's just all admit it, you know, for for Japanese people for the longest time, they've always been like everyone glorifies Japanese culture yeah. and it's like how cute and amazing. It's like also everyone I know pretty much has gone to Japan recently, Yeah, which I'm jealous of. I would love to go, but it's a nice place to visit. I'm I want to, I would love to I'm visit. I'm not going to take that from them. Yeah. It's lovely. <laughs> but you know, lovely. Koreans are having a huge moment with skincare, with game shows, with TV game shows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the game shows. The are game really, shows are popping yeah, off. Really, no, got but the g- global market by the throat with our game shows. But you know, even as an Asian person growing up with like some Asian friends, it's like, and we also make these stereotypes amongst ourselves, you know. But it's like I had a Vietnamese friend who always made like Vietnamese jokes. Like her mom worked in a nail salon, and yeah. she always talked about like, like how, uh, you know, when you compare languages um, or like inflections or things like that it's like vietnamese people sound louder or like sound more aggressive whereas like you know there's just like mm, yeah there's, there's like stereotypes between there's Asian stereotypes yeah, yeah. yeah and um so for me as a thai person i recognize my asian privilege because when somebody goes oh what are you or like what kind of asian are you and i say thai the yeah. first thing they say is like oh my god i love thai food you know, yeah. so it's like this it's positive a very popular thing. Yeah. Culture. Or yeah. they're like, oh my God, I went to Thailand once. It was incredible. Or the classic, my uncle has a Thai wife. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's so so for me, my the reactions that I always get from foreigners who are like, What kind of Asian are you? Yeah. have always been pretty positive. And yeah. I recognize that privilege because um I've seen when people are like like even during COVID, it's like everyone was attacking yep. Chinese people. Yep. And obviously people who oh, I think my phone died. Oh, that's okay. And then um you know Why did it die? It's plugged in. Oh. Weird. Okay, well 
but you know i just i just think like video too so um i just think that that's something to recognize is that yeah i know what you mean yeah because like korean people well actually no i don't know because i've never i'm not in the in the korean mix no that's an interesting thing because back in the old days when i was a kid we it wasn't positive korean nobody knew about korea except world war korean war people or war people yeah not world war i said i meant the korean war (laughs) (laughs) and um nobody really knew about korea except oh that we ate dogs so it was negative right Right, it was like this negative that was literally the only fact people knew about korea for years for decades and that's when i was a kid and it, it was looked down upon and i remember when i was a kid being like oh like people would uh treat my japanese friends way different totally like white people yeah and i was like oh this like i kind of wish i was japanese like there was thoughts like that i had when i was younger and now so it's weird because i like it shifted throughout my life Mm -hmm. and i think koreans are like still grappling with that because they're like oh like you think highly of us the skincare thing i think is fascinating because when i was a kid or and i was like a or more like a teenager my aunt would send me like skincare products and I would like put it on. And I remember I had a white friend that came over and I was like putting on the lotion and she was, and I was like, do you want to try this? It's like really good. And she was like, no. And like, she didn't trust it because it was mm. Korean. Mm. And I was like, this bitch aged like mayonnaise. She should have been on that. She had a, she had a chance. <laughs> she had a chance. I, I extended chance. an olive branch. Yeah. And- she had a chance to like put that shit on back in the 90s bitch she preventative her preventative, care. preventative care she could have been the first white person using korean skincare but um but they had this distrust which i i think you're totally, right totally. about um china like americans yes. have this deep distrust of anything chinese yeah yeah and when people say ew really this hard. is made in china yeah I I that bothers me so much. Me like too. I'm not even Chinese, I wanna, but yeah. I know what you're saying when you're saying that. When yep. somebody's like, "Oh, I'd rather buy this product. It's made in Japan versus this. It's made in China." Yep. And you're essentially saying like this is poor quality. Yep. Um this is cheap. This is going to break. This is uh, this is a this is not valuable. Yep. And also it it comes with that almost and- like that background of like if I buy this I'm being scammed. Yep. Because yep, it's scammed. it's gonna people break. Chinese people are scammers. And I feel so I feel deeply for um Chinese people and my friends who are Chinese American because I remember when Korea was like in that window, like my friend not wanting to use a product that had Korean words on it. Mm-hmm. And now now it's flipped, but yeah. it hasn't been now that everyone's long. Obsessed it's obsessed with Korean years. skincare. And and it kind of makes me feel like pissed off. Yeah, of course. Now, now I'm seeing all these like white like beauty influencers going, like, yeah. Joseon beauty product. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. even use this. There's entire TikTok the accounts that are like making money off of it. Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing is like, you know, things shift. And, yeah. um, but I think it's just important to recognize because like even, you know, our friends who are, you know, Malaysian or Indonesian or, Cambodian yeah you know they are still not being recognized for the things that they have contributed to you know because like there are some Thai recipes and Thai food that's like people think are Thai but they're actually like Cambodian Mm. you know and and it's it's it it's been kind of like mislabeled 
Um, are Thai people the white people of Southeast Asia? Because I feel like I've heard you saying this. Oh. Like there's like racism amongst the groups and Thai people think they're better than everyone else. Did no. you say that or did I make that up in my head? No, no, no. But <laughs> <laughs> they're like, haha. I'm but Thai. the thing is, Thailand, you know, um, does accept a lot of refugees, mm. um, which I am proud of. That's amazing. But I also recognize that. You know, we see refugees flooding into all sorts of countries because they have to, because they're looking for safety and for a better life. And the people that live there or grew up there are so resistant of that. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like the South Koreans I was talking about earlier. I think, sadly, it's everywhere. Yeah. Thai people um, recognize that they have a lot of refugees there. Um, But there's not this like same kind of like, xenophobia that other nations have mm. you know but is there like mild discrimination would you yeah, say of yeah course. like yeah like, i'll be i'll be like oh what neighborhood is this or and you know just i mean it's kind of like what we do in new york yeah you know there's the polish area there's like <laughs> we're like ew the polish area i'm just <laughs> kidding like, i'm just like kidding. bay ridge it's like we're all the russians you know it's mm. it's i don't know i think it's it's weird, but I think it's very human nature to to do so. Like yeah, I get mistaken, I get mistaken for being Filipino all the time. Yeah, and people like Filipino people will light up when they see me, and they'll <laughs> be like, "Are you Filipino?" And yeah. I'm like, "Oh no, I look Filipino, but I'm Thai." And they'll be like, "Oh, you look Filipino," and they're like disappointed. Wow. And I think it's just, I think it's, I don't know where it comes from, but I think people are always just trying to look. To connect with other people that yeah. look like them or can speak their language or understand them. Yeah. And um Yeah, and I I I just I don't know. You know what's so funny? Korean people never think I'm Korean. They never ever like even in Korea where I've I seen start it. speaking Korean and they're like, Oh my god, <laughs> wow, you speak Korean so well. They'll never claim me. Yeah. But every Chinese person just like speaks Chinese to me like yeah. every day. And I'm like, see you know what you know what? these are my people now these are my people now actually well i think that we're we run out we ran out of time do you have enough content that's too much content <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up no Just i have kidding. so much to share um i think that was a great recap on all our thoughts you know and i'm glad that we waited a year because i think it really really needed to like permeate and i totally forgot about the fucking motor scooter guy even Good. though i made a video about it let it go so fun i just like literally ran i was like that i feel like there's a meme of somebody just running for no just <laughs> running little out girl of the... that's running around the corner <laughs> <laughs> that was just you just saw the back of my like head i ran so fast um where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you oh um yeah if you want to follow me and see what i'm up to uh it's at not another tree just a fun play on my name <laughs> and if if they want if they need prop styling do you want to drop your website or something oh sure my website is www.myfriendoak.com on the world wide web http <laughs> equals slash slash you forgot that part oh yeah on the wi-fi on the <sighs> on the internet uh well thank you so much for joining me if you want to follow the podcast it's at uh harry butthole podcast on instagram you can follow me at ym mayor everywhere except tiktok where it's young me mayor bye